Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, that you are watching. Going in raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, guys. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In The Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. If you're watching us on YouTube and you want your daily Going In Raw notifications, or if you want a new notification from the Community tab, which we now have. It's my new favorite thing. Oh, you love it. I love it. Uh, just make sure you hit the subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it, and you'll get all that info. We post info and polls and just me just dicking around. Um, and then we're also like, for example, later on in the Community tab, I'm going to announce that today we're going to have our uh, Twitch live stream. We're going to be doing our version of Super Showdown. Wait, what'd you just say? What? It's Tway. See, I kind of, I hope that the bots won't figure it out if I just say it really quick. Twitch. We're going to have a Twitch live stream. We're going to Twitch live stream. It's Tway. There you go. Is that Edder Bay? That's fine. All right. We're going to have our It's Tway stream later on Ote Day. Um, And, uh, and of course, I'll post that in the community chat. So if you want to watch us uh, do our version of Super Showdown, all you got to do is go to It's Tway. That's Twitch. Dot TV Ugh. forward slash. They, the bots don't pick up whispers. Are you sure? Yeah, see, watch. Fuck. And they're not even going to demonetize us because I said the F word, but I whispered it. Um, you keep on and so on uh, pushing the envelope TV. when it's not necessary. That's what I'm about, man. I'm living on the edge. Um, I'm so hepped up on cough syrup right now. Um, on Dayquil. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. We're doing our shit later on today. Probably around 2.30 Pacific yeah. time. Hold on a second. Which would be 5.30 Eastern Josh time. Josh makes a good point. Laundry day for you again? Man, I'm telling time you. time in two weeks you've worn I go shirt. through shirts. I, I wear like five shirts a day. I you wear... Have, you got to have at least 40 of them. I put a new one on in the morning to to uh, to go for my run or my gypsy walk. I only do that three days walk. a week, though. Um, no, I do the run. I do that every day. Oh. I just go to the gym three. I go to the gym Monday, Wednesday. Well, night. are you running with your respiratory issues? No, right? but I, I took the dog out this morning mm. and that, you know, I have my hoodie on over it. And then, um, and then I come and then I put this on. No, no, no. So I get back from the run or the walk and because I'm all sweaty, I just put on a new shirt then. How fast do you walk? Oh, I'm the fastest walker there Still is, man. Good. It's not good for I'm your... a super speed walker. Um, well, gypsy, no, gypsy, gypsy's just sort of like a, a chore just to walk. She just goes everywhere. A motorcycle goes by. She just goes all crazy and stuff. My little emotionally wrecked dog. Anyways. Um, so yeah, 
We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. $1 a month gets you the show ad-free if you're watching us on YouTube and you don't want to pay for that pesky YouTube premium and you want to enjoy going in raw ad-free. Believe it or not, $1, just $1, really, 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 really does make a difference. In fact, oh, it helps a ton. just yesterday, we got a couple of new Patreon patrons, mm-hmm. Patreon and Patreonins, Patreon friendos. I'm going to read their names out right now really quick. Oh, good idea. Flip and find the thing. Do it. Uh, Derek Bruno, Thank one you. of them. There you go. James Fletcher. Thank you. Another one. Uh, I think, oh, oh, this is his name. This is a great name. Werner Barkhuizen. Oh, yeah, that was a good name. That's a great that name right there. Thank you. Yeah. So thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. Um, at the end of the month, also, I'll go ahead and, and reread off the names of everybody who uh, put it on the Patreon. $1 a month goes a long way here. Yes. Going in raw. Yes. And then tomorrow, prowrestlingtees.com slash going in raw. What's going to happen tomorrow? There is a 20% off sale. We got a new Ooh. shirt up. It's a great shirt. It's very, I'm very proud of it. Happy of this shirt. Everyone should buy it, please. And everybody who places an order through Pro Wrestling Tees will also receive in the mail, separate from their t-shirt order, a postcard uh-huh. from, signed by us. A new postcard. It's a new thing that I've done. Um, and it's coming. It's got some like silly artwork of us. Uh-huh. So that, that should be fun. Too. Yeah. So check that out. Starts tomorrow. Goes through Monday, I think. Yeah. Um, before we get into the minutia, before we get into these super chats, and before we get into the minutia of uh, NXT 205 Live, mm-hmm. um, there is some news about NXT UK. Finally, Larson. Oh, yeah. I was going to have the notes for the Friday news show, but I guess we can talk about it now. Yeah. It's coming. I mean, it's it's basically like a one sentence thing. Starting next Wednesday. Yeah. Next Wednesday. Some at sort of an oddball time. Just in, just in case you didn't have enough wrestling to watch in the course of your week, here's an hour more. Yeah, are you, you're saying that basically to me, right? <laughs> to, well, us. to us. To us, exactly. I do appreciate, though, that they're putting it on um, at, in prime time for the Brits. Yeah. For the UK scene. Yeah. Um, it's what, 3 Eastern, so noon our time? Yeah. So it's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Greenwich yeah. Mean Time. Noon our time, which is cool. I mean, that means Cody Miles on Twitter asked earlier if it's going to affect our show at all on that uh, day. It's our lunch break, probably. Yeah, exactly. We'll just watch it here. We'll Wednesday set up the TV break. there. We'll just kick back and eat our food and watch NXT UK. Should be fun. Um, so we're going to do that. Um, so that's the cool. Thursday show even longer. Um, More NXT to talk about. Man, is Pete Dunn the flipping MVP of the of the NXT scene this year? Because he's obviously going to be pulling double duty, I would think, in NXT Prime and UK. Yeah. He's in that opening graphic. He is, He is, and he's delivering these flipping match of the year candidates. Yeah. Um, man, he, he's I wonder good. If, I wonder if you hurt his foot during this match from NXT TV last night. There's twice he grabbed at his foot Ooh. during the match. Once after uh-huh. he did the X-Plex and another time towards the end. Yeah. Ooh. Or if it just really started bothering him during the match. Yeah. That could be. Um, from the first indicate. Wait, has I forget? Has WWE officially said that he's been injured? Because there was supposed to be an announcement from them. I wonder if they're um, maybe they reserve that for the premiere of NXT UK next week. That could be. Uh, who's the the their GM? Johnny Saint. Is mm-hmm, that right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll come on and say, Mister Peter Dune. Had a, I have no idea what dude talks like, so I'm just gonna give him this voice here, Mister Peter Dunn. Unfortunately, our lovely champion, he, he seems to have hurt his footsie. It's his not footsie. It's not feeling quite right anymore. And so he went down to the doctor to have it sorted out. And we expect him back as just as soon as he can get back. We wish him all the best. Right. And so, so yeah. What are you looking at? New someone Japan said, Pro Wrestling Someone said teams. that uh, in chat here that Jay White has a new uh, Bullet Club shirt. So oh, yeah. Know. Yeah, I saw it this morning. Yeah, it's cool. It's oh, right that one? oh, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Switch blade. So that's cool. It's got his hair there. Yeah, that's good. Oh, there's a chaos shirt. That's a great shirt. There you go. Twenty five bucks. That's not even the soft style tee. Glorified iron. Um. So yeah. Anyways. So that's cool. I yeah. But man, Pete Dunn, he's killing it these days. Well, he's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler. Like spent that that match last night, man. It's really good. I mean, I don't know. Like I so I, I put in the title here. Did they possibly drop? Match of the year. No, it's still, for, for me, it's still, it's still Gargano Almas. That's my match of the year still. <coughs> I don't know, man. And then you got you got two Champa Gargano matches to contend with just in NXT. This was so yeah, it was really good. I'm I'm not. I'd say you have one Champa Gargano match that you really that could be a contender. The first one. Yeah, the first. Yeah, one. the first one's good. 
the first for me one, is still is still almost Gargano though. The first one and then almost and Gargano. That was exceptional. But man, talk about a ta- I mean at the very least a takeover level match. I thought oh, this absolutely. match. I, I'll put it this way. This match, I think, was the perfect sum of the parts of Ricochet versus Pete Dunne and Ricochet versus Adam Cole. Yeah. Because there was a lot of throwback. There was a lot of symmetry between those matches and then this one. Well, they, they incorporated several moments. I mean, right, that's explicitly exactly, yeah. that moonsault that Ricochet did. And instead of eating one super kick from Adam Cole, he ate two. Yeah. One from Adam Cole, one from uh, Pete Dunne. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it's to be honest with you, like match of the year in terms of <laughs> all these matches that are being put on, the ones you mentioned, the one last night, they're all such, they all occupy such a wonderful space mm-hmm. for matches of the year candidates as for WWE anyways, that I don't know at that, at a certain point, it just becomes sort of what, what are you more into? You know, it's like, can you really say one is better than the other in terms of a pro wrestling match? It's all about what you enjoy. It's all about what you're into, you know. Um, so, I don't know, man. I think it made a strong case last night. So. Anyways. Fine match. It was a fine match. Yeah, man. It was a great match. If you like the 205 Live stuff, you get the. the Main event of 205 Live was great, too. The uh, Well, yeah, that was that was great. Oh, man. Cedric Alexander. Oh, man. You can't be pushing yourself too hard, man. Crisis 20, confidence. 20-hour 20 plane ride. What yeah, the heck? 10,000 miles. Yeah. And then you Get off the plane right into a match. Coming down to face Tony Nese. He's no... He's, he's not some hole in the wall. Dude. That's the premier athlete. That's the premier athlete right there. There's no pushover. <laughs> exactly. Got a couple uh, super chats yeah, here. Uh, Urban R, match of the year. Oh, like Adam Cole. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I'm, I wish somebody would gift this. There was that shot. Oh, it was when uh, Pete Dunne uh, did the stomp to the elbow hand uh-huh, thing, whatever. Uh-huh on the steel steps uh-huh. and then Adam Cole came running straight to the camera like this. Like this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was great. He's great. Joe Juarez, this new time coincides with lunch. Too sweet. Nice. Too sweet. Lego, again, busting out some obscure references to something I don't understand. Great Steve here quotes. Number three, post-horse Christopher Reeves. I said that? I don't know. Two, that fool. <coughs> that fool's name isn't AJ Styles. Three. Hey, you're not me. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's when Joe went to his house. That sounds very recent. Fairly recent. <laughs> Post. Excuse me. Man. Yeah, I don't know. That that first one might have been a little while ago. I try to, wa- <laughs> try to watch my more unfiltered thoughts. Oof. Peen, man. Larson, you're talking to a person that listens to Gigi Allen. Of course, he's going to push a button. Steve, where can I watch your super showdown? It's my play. super show. It's our super it's show. Our super He's showdown. involved in it too. Yeah. yeah, he was cutting promos this morning. Yeah, I, as soon as this is done with, I got to run over to the friggin' thing. I had no time. I thought I thought for sure I was gonna have some time to come in early today, but Gypsy decided she wanted to go for a longer walk than usual, and, and I did not give myself an opportunity last night to watch uh, NXT and Two Hundred Five Live. So I oh wow, that's a packed morning. Well, man. I watched I watched the main event of Two Hundred Five Live. I'm sorry, of NXT, and then I watched all of Two Hundred Five Live. I was actually kind of disappointed in that Leo Rush match. Let's, well, let's talk about 205 Yeah, that wasn't quick. the best. Okay, so when Leo Rush showed up, one of my top five matchups for him was Lince Dorado. Mm-hmm. Because what are, they're both very quick. Mm-hmm. And they both do a lot of really, really, really fun, high, flippy, flippy stuff, right? This was more of a grounded, like there was rest holds and yeah, I know. punches. And I'm like, that's not what I signed up for here. There was some good uh, trash talk. Leo Rush doing that. It's always good. He's yeah. cat. He's yeah. cat. And then uh, Lindsay Dorado, before he did uh, some top rope move, looked at his watch. Yeah. So there's some good trash talk, some good character stuff. But yeah, yeah from a technical standpoint, it wasn't what you necessarily would expect from uh, uh, wrestlers of this caliber. Yeah, I thought that it was going to be like crazy, crazy. No. Um, I will say this, though. Maybe they didn't. So they taped this was actually prior. This was before SmackDown. Yeah. This is, I guess, a for SmackDown, a dark match, but it was just taped before SmackDown started. Yeah. Um, which I think is a smart move. The mm-hmm. crowd seemed awake, mm-hmm. so that's good. And then they had less, and I guess they did the mixed match challenge right after SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then they did the rest of 205 Live. But man, that Nice-Cedric Alexander match, that was... Really? That's how they did it? They didn't do all... Oh, oh no. Did they do it all before? I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know either. thought they would have done it all before. Yeah, maybe. I, I just... Some, yeah, no, you're, you're, yeah, you're probably right about that. Us. 
Somebody tweeted at us Leo Rush's, Leo Rush's screen. Yeah, but I didn't hear. Go ahead and, and continue. I don't if know. If I remember correctly, I thought it was like 40 minutes before the show started, but I I don't I could have seen it 40 minutes before the yeah, show started. Yeah, 205 Live was about 43 minutes, I think, last night. 44 minutes. Anyway, oh, okay, okay. Well, that makes sense then. Let's see what time. Was what it? time was that tweet at? This is at 4:18. So yeah, yeah, it's possible. Okay, I mean, yeah, he could have tweeted his, or you know, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. You know, because SmackDown um, would have started. Who five. was that, please? Uh, Jordan Osborne. Jordan Osborne, thank you very much for that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just naturally assumed because when I got that, I was like, oh, that's weird. They're having a, like one of the matches before, but yeah, you're probably. Right. I didn't even think about that. They probably had the entire thing before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because, only two matches. Man, that crowd was hot. Yeah. For Tony Nese, Cedric Alexander, well, that was a fantastic awesome. match. It really was. Because I imagine they probably could have just done. Maybe, depending how quickly they put this all together. Just done the two matches for the live crowd. Yeah, you're right. And all yeah. the stuff in between the backstage in stuff. post, yeah. Just shoot it while SmackDown is happening and then compile it. I hope they... Uh, just judging by the crowd, that seems to be the way to go. Yeah. I would think, I hope you know, continue maybe they continue way. to do it that way. That'd be nice. They would mean uh, ditching the live aspect probably for good. Oh, that's that's, ha- that's happening. That's that, that They're not, yeah. Given, I haven't seen, did the latest uh, newsletter come I didn't, out? I didn't notice what the ratings were or where it ran. I always like looking at that because it was like number four last week. Uh-huh. Um, so this Leo Rush, Lindsay Dorado match wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just was, didn't meet expectations. However, towards the end, business picked up a little bit. Um, Lindsay hits a springboard stunner. It's always that. fun to watch. I love that flipping move. And uh, Leo sold it by falling out of the ring, mm-hmm. which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay then follows up directly with a corkscrew plancha and uh, hit hard. Um, Lindsay gets Leo back in the ring, goes to the top rope, and then Maria Canellis comes out on the ramp. And then Mike Canellis attacks Lindsay Dorado from behind. He is on 205 Live now. Uh, so according to Wikipedia, which I know he's changed his body up quite a bit. Maybe since this Wikipedia entry, he was 6'1", uh, 215. Um, I don't know. You're the body guy of, of us. Do you think he, sh- he shredded? Number one, do you think Buddy Murphy's actually under 205? Do you think he's 203? Here it says 6'1", 200. <laughs> All right. Well, that, somebody changed that then. WWE. Can the- you find out when last time was edited? That I don't know. I missed. Does it say here actually on? This is what the, this is the the what they cite as their source is the WWE entry on Mike Canellis. That's funny. I don't see anything. I should have put two hundred four point nine height. Wait. Oh wait. Here you go. Superstar stats. That's where it is. Stats. Nice. It's two hundred fifteen. Two fifteen. There. Where yeah. Get two hundred from. Yeah. Maybe he's just not gonna care. He's Maybe. gonna be like, I got nowhere else to. Go. I mean, look at this picture here. This is from twenty fifteen. He doesn't look quite as filled out. Now, yeah. as he does then. Yeah. Yeah. We're saying in 2009 here, or 2007. He's been, he's work, he's been working super hard thicker. in the gym, though. Yeah. And he does look a lot leaner. Yeah, he's pretty cut now. Um, he's going to tower a lot of, over a lot of these guys. Now. Yeah. You know what I think whenever I, th- whenever I see now, when I see uh, Maria, Maria Canellas? Hmm. I just think of that Jeff. Oh, uh, the dancing. The New Japan. I think it was New Japan. Of, of the dancing, real real rich hardesty says for what it's worth, two hundred five was recorded before. Oh, okay, so the entirety so of it. Okay, cool. Be, yeah, right done that way. That makes sense. So Canellis is on two hundred five live. That's hell cool. yeah! I'm so excited about that. I think he's a fantastic. I think he's fantastic. I think he's great. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll actually give him some time. He and Maria some time to develop their characters on the show because they were never really afforded that opportunity prior. It, yeah, I mean, they still have the same theme song, and they're doing the kissing yeah. and holding hands. So the theme it seems song's like, really good. I love that theme song. It's fantastic. That's awesome. All right, let's find out where 205 Live was. Number eight. Ooh. That was the week of Super Showdown. Um, and then the 2002 Global Warming Show from Melbourne was number two. And that was ahead of NXT. I wonder if somebody out there, like I think Alvarez, like Brian Alvarez or somebody... Had like a podcast where they would review old stuff. Mm. And I know that sent it like a couple of weeks or at least one week. I remember that sent like some old material gotcha. up in the rankings because a bunch of people listened to it. Gotcha. Um, and then three NXT man classic table for three with the three man band. Oh, I watched part of that before Super Showdown. It was pretty good. Mick Foley, 20 years of hell right along with Charlotte Lynch or Charlotte and Becky Lynch. And then 205. Number Live. 10 photo shoot with Scott Hall. Hey, yo. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Let's see here. Uh, according to Meltzer, this is his mm. hot take. The key take is how much lower, lower, lower 205 Live did than either NXT or, M, or the Mayon Classic in the Wednesday block. Um, the other is Mixed Match Challenge has main roster members, which none of the other new shows have, but did worse than any of them. Who cares about that? Because people watch it on Facebook. Um, surprisingly, number 13 was a Luthes versus Bill Longson match from 1952. That's weird. I didn't know that was on there, man. What the hell else is on there from the 50s? Man, what's in the vault? Maybe that's why WWE keeps on trying well, to take uh, down our uh, post-show stuff. So anyways, great. Mike Nels is there. Hopefully uh, they'll utilize him well. I like that he was wearing primarily black, too, which is obviously the symbol for a true heel. Mm-hmm. He, looked good mm-hmm. he looked great, man. Oh, he looked, he looked great. He looked happy to have a some sort of debut. Oh, heck some yeah. Some sort of re-debut. Heck yeah. Uh, next, Buddy Murphy iPhone promo. He was still in Melbourne celebrating his championship win. He says, I'm champ now. I'm a, I want to hold this title for a long time. I'll come back when I want to come back. That is that is the uh, the champ's prerogative. I really want it to be like a year. He's just out there. He's in Melbourne for a year. Yeah. Makes people come to him to have a match. And his iPhone promos keep on getting like more and more pixelated. Yeah. Next, Cedric's in the locker room preparing for his match against Tony Nese. In walks Mustafa Ali. Hey, man. Hey, man. How's it hey going? Hey, man. How's it going? You feeling all right? Uh, no, you know, not great. You know, it sucks. I lost my title. So like maybe you're pushing yourself too far, oh. having this match against Tony Nese, just getting right off the plane from a 10,000-mile journey from Australia. Nah, man. It's Tony Nese. He's a chump. That guy sucks. That's exactly what Cedric said. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Well, well, about, what about you, Mustafa Ali? What's going on in your life? Oh, I got a Falls Count Anywhere match against uh, Hideo Tommy in two weeks. That's pretty neat. Oh, man, that guy's rough. <laughs> Is that dude going to walk out bleeding from the mouth immediately? Sure thing. <laughs> Put money on that. <laughs> That's pretty scary. And then he just walks out and he's bleeding from the mouth. It's an intense guy. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Anyways, uh, take care of yourself. <laughs> Be careful out there, all right? Yeah, I'm probably going to lose. I'm really tired. Ah. I'm even cop a nap before uh, your match starts. How about that? <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, is there a hammock around here? Yeah, it's just around the corner. Yeah, but Randy Orton's over there. And I saw him reaching in his pants. He hasn't rubbed his balls on it yet. <laughs> I think he did. No, I, I watched think, him. I think he rubbed his balls all over my well, I was bed. thinking about taking a nap, so I was making sure he didn't rub his balls all over <laughs> the, the hammock. Just put a blanket on top of it. You'll be fine. <laughs> Can we do more of these role plays for sure. back uh, uh, backstage sequences? Sure. Uh, next, a Drew Gulak, uh, Jack Gallagher promo, kind of explaining why they turned on Brian Kendrick again. Um, now they're turning their focus to Akira Tozawa in their efforts to make a better 205 Live. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta trim the fat, I guess. Anyways, next up. Next, Tony Nese versus Cedric Alexander. Man, this is a heck of a main event. Oh, man. This is so fantastic. It was super long, too. Yeah. It was like 20 minutes long. I love on 205 Live. Two matches. Two great matches. That's what it should be. They have a lot of time for two great matches. Yeah. Well, two great matches, and then, you know, every other week have a local competitor get squashed squashed by somebody. Brian Kendrick. Now it's going to be Mike Canales. That's going to happen with him. He'll Mm -hmm. get a squash match against some local competitors, and then he'll have a makeout session with Maria Canales, and she'll dance for Carl Anderson. (laughs) <laughs> anyways anyways fantastic match uh they were not so much selling the story that cedric was tired per se he was jet lagged not even really that it was yeah. it was just that he not good enough yeah. lost his mojo oh you yeah. really think that was the that was what they were going yeah, for yeah, yeah i thought this was a work his work himself too much because they i mean they met at least nigel mentioned it oh he got off a 20 minute no, 20 no, hour play ride. mentioned it too but i just kind of felt i felt more that they built up his winning streak so much prior to his loss to buddy murphy and i think mm-hmm. they mentioned it again last night oh sure they did yeah um that we're we're getting uh cedric now he's got to find a way to he's got to find out He's got to learn how to win again. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's probably what they're going to be could going be. for a while. Yeah, it could be. Sure. Or he just needs to take a nap. We'll find out too. next week. Yeah. But yeah, I, I you're probably right. I mean, they're not him just being tired. Like, how could you continue that story be, next week? Be like, you know? <laughs> yeah. He just can't shake the jet lag. Yeah. He's like, man, Australia. I'm an Australia type still. <laughs> he screwed. It screwed me up. I need a local competitor to squash, and the local competitor wins. It's a more interesting story. I, I guess maybe that's why I'm thinking they're going to do it where he was on such a massive winning streak, he finally faced defeat. Now he's got to kind of has to learn how to win again. Oh, you know how they can extend it out? Well, in a couple of weeks, they're going to Crown Jewel. So he could have a match. He gets booked in Crown Jewel because somebody 
one of them Saudi princes is a fan of Cedric Alexander. He gets booked and says, man, I can't get back on my own clock here. And then he just, you know, falls, literally falls actually, asleep during I'm a match. I'm actually really surprised that these wrestlers, and WWE, just any professional wrestler, you must have to learn how to fly, uh, sleep on a plane immediately to be a wrestler. Dude, I, fl- I can't, That's the only way I can imagine these guys getting any kind of rest. I'm, I travel for like two days, three days, like when I went and to Orlando. And then I need a vacation. I need a freaking week to recover. And look at me, I'm still a mess. Yeah, you are a mess. I'm pretty sure this is because of Orlando. That was a month ago. I know! That's how bad it is. Anyways, uh, Cedric's performance last night, um, in the ring especially, oh. not just in terms of the wrestling aspect, in terms of the character aspect, was phenomenal. Yeah, man. It uh, harkened back to his performance against Kota Ibushi in the Cruiserweight Classic, mm-hmm. where he, just, he threw everything he could to, at Kota to try to get the win. wasn't working, and his, just his reactions were enhancing the story so much. Mm-hmm. Same thing last night. When he does the Spanish fly to Tony Nese, and Tony Nese gets his foot on the ropes, uh, Cedric just has the, the face of, Really? Mm-hmm. That should have been it. Yeah. How? Yeah. No. No, that should have been it. Well, you gotta. You gotta My hand you, should be raised right uh, now. I mean, you gotta hit your your your. What do they call it? Lung blower. Lumbar check. Lumbar check. We did to to Buddy, and Buddy kicked out. It's the first time that's happened that I'm aware of. Well, you know that was a fluke, man. You gotta do it. Get it. He tried it with Tony Nese. Tony Nese was able to evade it. No, Tony Nese held on the ropes. Second yeah, time, he's able the to evade it. Exactly. And then little Nate says, no, let him go, Cedric. Cedric's like, I don't want to let him go. Little Nate says, let him go. He let him go. Pow! Yeah. Tony Nese cold cock yeah. Cedric right in the face. German suplex into the turnbuckles. That was nasty. Running Nice, 450. Tony Nice with a bit of an upset win. I cannot, and dude, there is nobody, nobody on the roster more deserving of this. You look at that Tony Nice gargano match from NXT oh, last week or two weeks yeah. ago. That was amazing. Tony Nese probably gets the most out of this than anybody. I'm not saying it's going to send Tony Nese on some rocket to the friggin' stars or anything. But, but he is the premier athlete. He is the, he is the premier athlete. He's also well-rested because he did not go to Super Showdown. Um, so, yeah, next week we'll see if Cedric Alexander can get back on his own clock and get back, get back to on his the winning, winning track. Exactly, yeah. More Although it might be a couple weeks. Usually they take, like, a couple weeks between yeah, yeah, matches. Because yeah. next week, no, okay, so two weeks from now, we're going to get Ali Hideo Tommy. Do we know what's happening next week? I don't believe they've announced, they announced anything. Mike Canellis versus local competitors. You can count on that one. Probably, yeah. Who did he? I'm sorry. Or maybe he might just go directly into a feud against the uh, Lucha House Party. Yeah, it sounds right. They should swerve them by having Maria Canellis like, join Lucha House Party. You just want it so she can dance? Kind of, yes. <laughs> and then you want Carl Anderson to be on two Obviously, yes. That's that's kind of the more important thing. Like, why can't they do a mixed match challenge dance break? Carl Anderson, Maria Kanellis. And then AJ, AJ shows up and he's like looking at Abs Anderson, like, what's going on? What's going on? And then Carl Anderson has to turn his head this way. And he's like, oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Y'all need to see that gift. No, yeah, I'm talking great. about it. It's, it's fantastic. Great. It's good stuff. Anyways, before we continue, here's a word from our sponsor for hymns.com. If you're like Larson over here and you're one of the 66% of men who start noticing a receding hairline or maybe even a bald spot before the age of 35, guess what? You're not alone. You are not alone. But why try odd solutions or worse yet, do nothing at all when you can turn to medicine and science. Science! Like going to 4 Hims is the destination for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Yeah, well, tell me, Larson, do you still need to waste time sitting around a waiting room just to go in for an awkward doctor's visit to get yourself some Hims? No, mm. no, nice. no, not at all. Just go to 4 answer a few questions, and a doctor will look over your order, and guess what? What? Products <laughs> are shipped directly to your door. And right now, going into raw listeners, get a trial month of Hims. For only $5 right now while supplies last. So go to 4 slash G-I-R. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash G-I-R. And uh, again, we'd like to thank 4 for sponsoring today's episode. And you're really helping out Going In Raw by checking out going to 4 slash G-I-R. NXT uh, also happened. And it kicked off. This was amazing. Tommaso Ciampa. The champion comes down. He's talking to his title. He's caressing his title. He's holding it like baby. Loving his title. Loving his title. He gets in the ring, and he calls out Velveteen Dream mm-hmm. for 
you know, saying some things about him possibly attacking Alistair Black. It's yeah, not yeah, your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your business, son. And then uh, Velveteen Dream comes out. <coughs> These days, I'm just trying to piece together what his wardrobe is supposed to be referencing, and this time I couldn't figure it out. It had kind of a little bit of a Macho Man feel to it, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. There was uh, the tassels on his leather jacket, but that's not exclusive there was, Macho yeah, Man there territory there. It was not like an He's obvious had, one. had, uh, like, dark jeans. Yeah. He looked cool as hell, though. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you see that new shirt of his? That yes. reference to Macho Man? Oh, yeah. Dream over. That's see, a good maybe shirt. Maybe this was it. Maybe that was a thing. I don't know. Anyways. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, Velveteen Dream comes down, and uh, Ciampa, man, crowd really did the, oh, dang. When he listens to his belt, so this is the title saying this. Yeah. Maybe you're not tough enough. No, dang. And everybody, Velveteen, of course. <laughs> Velveteen Dream was trying not to laugh at it, too. I know. I know. It was good. It's like he didn't see it coming. So, anyways, uh, he gets in. They start to get, uh, they start to get cozy, uh, and then because uh, he's like, "I am tough enough, and I'm more than enough man for you. I'm more man than you can handle." Yeah, there you go. And yeah. Find it. You can find that out if you put that title on the line. Yeah, and uh, but then they're interrupted by Ooh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross comes down. She still has the best. Um, Sanity version of Sanity theme song. Yeah. At this point, it's the only version yeah, of the Sanity theme much. song because who knows where the hell they are. Yeah. Anyway, probably a main event. No, that's a Raw show. The superstar is still on. No. Oh, okay. Then they're probably doing. I mean, we would have heard, right? If it was, we've heard plenty of things about main event. Uh huh. I, I was thinking about doing reviews for main event at some point. Then I watched an episode. I'm like, what the hell is this crap? It's like doing a re-review of half a Raw. Right. Exactly. It's awful. Anyways, Nikki Cross comes down, and she's like, oh, I know what you did. Talking to Velveteen Dream, then she goes over to Ciampa, I know what you did. And then, like, she slaps the microphone out of, she gets all uncomfortably close to everybody, which is great. Yeah, yeah. She slaps the microphone out of Tommaso Ciampa's hand, and then she, like, goes down to the microphone and says, I know what you did. Yeah. I know. And then the crowd's all eating up everything. And then uh, and she's like going over to Velveteen Dream and playing on the tassels with yeah. the jacket and yeah. all sorts of stuff and yeah. trying to get close like to Velveteen Ciampa's. Hold the belt over He's here. He's like, leave me alone. Um, and then uh, he goes to pick up the microphone, and she just kicks it away. He's getting, like, super hot about that. And then I forget what the final straw was. Like, he, he like, walks her down, basically, and then she just sort of leaves or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought she did, like, one last thing to sort of get annoyed, to, like, annoy the crap out of him. Maybe I think, it was, I think she just said, I know what you did again or something. Yeah, like maybe. Um but yeah, no, the entire thing was great. I oh, love yeah. it. I just hope it's NXT. I have total faith. They kind of need to wrap it up soon-ish. Although I know from spoilers, it's not going to be that much longer before what's his face comes back. So, yeah. So that's good. That is good. Uh, so it was very entertaining opening sequence. We're going to get uh, Champa Velveteen Dream. Do we know? Does this happen? I don't know. For the next takeover? takeover, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think it'd be great for a takeover match, but I don't know. Uh, next, Keith Lee versus the finest, Kona Reeves. I am NXT's finest. You know what? I th- I just I think I found the key to what's missing with Kona Reeves. Awesome. Let's hear it. I love this. He's not annoying enough. Because when he came out with the man bun and the gold jacket and the chains and the glasses. You were into it. Not into it per se, but it's like, oh, he's like really annoying here. And yeah. it works more. Yeah. It's way, it works a lot more when he's super annoying. Yeah. He just needs to be a lot more annoying. Was he not as annoying last night? No, he was more annoying last night. Yeah, I thought it, I, I think you're right about that because I remember being supremely annoyed with him and I was thinking to myself, oh, cool, it's working. It's at least something. Yeah, totally. It's more than him just going, finest. Yeah. And just having, you know, like a, 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 a white coat with a fur collar and some chains. Like, yeah. The, the man bun was a nice touch. I wish he had kept it in during the match. He took it out. It mm-hmm. Minor quibble. Yeah, but it seemed like he's finally maybe he's finally finding who this character is. He seemed yeah. to be wrestling wrestling last night with a little more aggression. Sure. Um, so maybe he's figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be one of those guys who like never picks up a quality win, and then is sent to Maine. He's gonna be the next Ho- No Way Jose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's like. Then did you read the same thing I did that like uh, there was a rumor that uh, they're pretty much I mean, it's kind of obviously not on TV, but they're pretty much over him like they have no idea what to do with No Way Jose. I mean, here's the thing, dude. Not everybody. It's not summer camp. Not everybody gets to participate. Like no, I know some of these like the writing's just on the wall. Like at the same time, like couldn't do anything with him in NXT. Why bring him up then? Why bring him up? There's no room in NXT, and maybe. 
Maybe they thought that his entrance thing, I don't know. You and I thought the exact same thing. When he debuted, it was like, oh, it's, uh, what was that dude's name? Adam Rose? Yeah. It's Adam Rose, but without any of them, because Adam Rose had tons of charisma. Yeah. That dude was all charisma, but without any of that. Because No Way Jose, I still think, I think, I still think, looks more like a serial killer than like a party guy. Um, he's got like, he's got like crazy eyes. You mm-hmm. know? Um, also, I thought it was interesting during his Austin Aries feud when he was, yeah, he was still a fun party guy, but you push him too far and he'd beat your ass. Yeah. You yeah, know? No, I, and agree. I thought that was, and that was the only time they ever did that. Yeah. The only time. Yeah. And it was, yeah, he, just, needed, he needed an edge. He never had the edge. I never, he was like, talk about the dude who like never was allowed to be anything more than his gimmick. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, talk about it, That's not even a ceiling. That's like a, I don't even know what you call that, but that ceiling is so low. Yeah. That is like that John Malkovich. I would say freaking, the same thing. Yeah. Everybody has to bend over to walk around. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Um, Keith Lee is amazing. Oh, give me a break, man. He just oozes charisma. Limitless. He just has to like look at you and yeah. you're like, oh man, he's great. Yeah. I am limitless. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, it was Keith Lee versus Kona Reeves. Um, I love the bit. I loved, I can never get enough when somebody, when they do the Irish whip thing, but then the other guy goes the other way, gets off the ropes. You always, you've seen this a couple of times. Oh, with the pounce. Me. Yeah, the pounce. I love the pounce. But the best pounce of all time is whatever that indie guy was. Oh, that pounce the guy over the ropes. Pounce the dude out of the ring. Yeah, oh, that was amazing. That was crazy. I'm really becoming a fan of Keith Lee's like double overhand chops. Oh, that's great too. Because the whole right slide. You get a vest of chop. Yeah, Cody yeah. Reeves was getting welts. There was something that slightly resembled. So Kona Reeves did get thrown out of the ring at one point. Oh man, yeah, that Keith was nasty. Lee tossed him out. Like he a, tossed him out like a belly to belly suplex. They need to just like incorporate the pounce into that because yeah. that was great. I have a hard time believing NXT is going to let it, uh, <coughs> Keith Lee pounce anybody out of the ring, but I could be wrong. Hey, put him on 205 Live. Oh, he'll pounce everybody out of the ring. Exactly. Um, Keith Lee picked up the win with his, I think they called it the Supernova. His fire yes, mystery jackhammer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of bummed we didn't get to see his, uh, his spirit bomb because it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, another really good Shayna Baszler video package talking about her defeat to Kyrie Sane, what she's doing to win her title back. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. good character development here, and she's doing an excellent job uh, telling her story. Yeah. Really awesome job. This was fantastic yeah this was so natural it was so in her element it and it's funny because i watched and i was like man why don't they have this stuff on main roster it's such a beautiful cinematic don't have the time to do it yeah you're probably right that's all it is yeah yeah if they did they they probably wouldn't they just don't have the time I wonder, I don't know, Vince might, I wonder, I, I, I honestly wonder sometimes. If Vince just has his sensibilities. What is, yeah, what does or Vince Kevin think Dunn? about stuff like this? Oh, I don't or know. Kevin Dunn, yeah. Like, whoever's running the show, maybe like, thinks, what do they think about it? Is it too, it's old, or it's too, it's not old school enough. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know, but it is really good. Um, after that, we had a Kyrie Sane press conference. And then you get this. Like, it was something great, and then, like, a bunch of NXT writers with their phones and, and zooms out mm-hmm. like recording and it just looked goofy as hell. Mm-hmm. This was not, this was, I was hoping for something like what we got with Shayna for Kyrie. Cause yeah, I'd, agreed. it'd be kind of interesting. Like what is her training process? Like, I know. you know, what is her deal? Like, I know. Is she on like the, the high seas or something? She's a pirate. So it seems like the, the Baser thing was really well rehearsed, well produced. And then the Kyrie saying thing felt like, Oh, we need to do a Kyrie segment. Let's go to the parking lot. Yeah, we lot. should probably do one of these for Kyrie, and, too. And it was all came together in a span of five minutes. That's the one thing in NXT. Like, I, I would hate to see it go away because oftentimes they are good fodder for comedy. But I'm, I'd be fine with them going away if it meant we got more of the Shayna Baszler type, you know, videos. But those parking lot or in the lobby of the NXT or the performance center or whatever or full sale when they have the hands sticking out. They're so goofy now. I know. Like, I know. They, they're so oh, they're and they're so overdone. It's like every I episode. No, I know. It's some fool. So I don't know. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, Jesse Gatto here on uh, Ace, in the super yeah, chat. Ace Romero is the pounce guy. Ace Romero, he's on CZW sometimes. Is apparently the pounce guy. We had so another press conference. That. This one slightly better produced between uh, or William Regal uh, asked to give an update. Of his uh, investigation into, I didn't see any hands in this. No, one. there wasn't. Okay, yeah. So that, yeah, see, I'm fine. Black's I'm okay attack. with that. Yeah. And so he pretty much says, "I don't, I, I don't really know." Um, Cassius Ono enters the frame, 
and goes on again about uh, uh, Regal's new shiny toy that he's brought into NXT and said, "What was, was something going wrong with your bromance? Yeah. Totally Matt Riddle. Totally, yeah. Totally, totally Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle, yeah. Um, and, uh, and then William Regal just sort of looked at him and, all right then. And then like walked away. And then uh, Nikki Cross rolls up and she's like, oh, I know. So, yeah, I do like, again, reiterating William Regal running this operation as opposed to handing it off to, like, actual cops. I know. It's I mean, keeping, maybe, maybe keeping everything in-house. Yeah, maybe he's got a second job as, like, campus security there at Full Sail, you know. Well, it could be. I'm maybe he's here. just the head of security there. I'm only here at NXT two days a I'm week. moonlighting. I'm moonlighting. As NXT general manager. This is when my jobs cross paths. No man is more suited for this investigation than... A real man, William Regal. A man's man. A man's man. I'm a man. Such a man. Such a man. <laughs> uh, next, a War Raiders Undisputed Era video package. They just reused a bunch of uh, old uh, promo and interview bits. Mm-hmm. Cut it up with some B-roll. Still fun, though. Yeah. Um, announce tag title next week. Tag title match next week. Undisputed Era versus War Raiders. And in a double main event. Double main event. Nikki Cross against Bianca Belair. Yeah. A re- the rematch. Undefeated. Um, hmm. So Nikki Cross is... Let's speculate a little bit what about what they're doing, Nikki Cross. Well, obviously they knew that they weren't going to do anything with Sandy in the did main they, roster. Did they? Do you really think? And so they said, Nikki Cross has wealth potential, even here at NXT. Uh, we're going to keep her here. There has, dude, I'm telling you, there has to be a story behind this. And I think you might be right. I think they might have. I think Triple H was like, all right, no, yeah, totally dead. You could have sanity. Absolutely. And then he's, and then Vince is like, wait a second. Hold on a second. You just sent me three guys. Wasn't there like a, wasn't there like a woman there too? And he's like, what? No, no I, don't, I don't know what you're talking Nikki about. Nikki Cross. No, no. <laughs> why would he say that? No. Why would he say Nikki Cross? He's no, trying to hide her from Vince. No, no, I think he just say the saying, no, that's a sep- she's a separate oh, yeah. entity oh, okay. from the rest of Sandy. No, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Wasn't it? No. Oh, Nikki Cross. No, no, she's not. Their theme song sounds like, no, you're just hearing things, Dad. No, like that's her character. She's a little out there, so yeah. she just hung out with Sandy. Just yeah. She's not part of Because she's unpredictable. Exactly. I wonder if he was protecting her from that. I don't know. In which case, everybody who got on Twitter was like, oh, where's Nikki? Where's Nikki? They all have to be like, oh, thank God. Thank, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Man, who would have thought they torpedoed Sanity quick? Well, it's not even that they torpedoed them. They just, they, they had like, what, four matches? Five that's, matches? That's, ba- that's a torpedoing. That is like beyond well, burial. Would, That's a torpedoing. No, I mean, I would. Uh, for me, a torpedoing would be like you have five matches, you lose them all in convincing fashion, and then you disappear. Yeah, they were. They were. They won like two of the five. Yeah, they had a pay per view win over the new day. Oh, during the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a complete burial. Yeah, I just don't think they know what to do with them. Hey, if it wasn't then, it is now. It is now. Are now you kidding just, me? They just. They've completely disappeared. Oh man. Uh, main event: Adam Cole, Bebe versus Peter Dune versus. The one and only Ricochet. <coughs> this was great. It was a lot of fun. This was just great. A lot of fun. Like I said, it sort of a lot of it mirrored and mimicked the Rough two story points from the, all the earlier matches. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Peter Dune hit an X-plex on Ricochet, and he started. He grabbed his foot right afterwards. So I don't know if this is when he hurt his foot. Could be, or he just like. Uh, reaggravated mm-hmm. the injury or whatever. But there was yeah. at least two moments I noticed where he was grabbing his foot. How far back can you? How far back can your fingers go? That's probably apropos. I mean, that's not comfortable though. Yeah. No. No. Of course not. Then he does this. Like, oh man. And then you got to really here. before you're you have a match against. I mean, like this stuff. Is, this stuff isn't that. Well, bad. yeah. They just do this. He just does this. this like, stuff, oh, look, the fingers oh, so bad. Yeah. Ah. Oof. Ouch. You think they talk about that? Hey, how far back, how far back do your fingers go? Well, he at the probably just maybe, say, hey, give or me at a the least wood. he says he might want to lo- really loosen up your hands before the match. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bend them back regardless. Um, Adam Cole uh, hits a, 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 a new version, a current last shot, last shot V two on Ricochet, and then an OG last shot on Peter Dune. But Peter Dune kicks out of OG last shot. Was that a tactical error? Should he have just simply tried to cover Ricochet? No, he should have hit it and then thrown Peter Dune out and then tried to cover Ricochet. Maybe. Maybe. 
Maybe. Uh, Adam Cole eats a, the bitter end for the second time. Peter Dune goes for the pin. Ricochet breaks it up with a, a springboard 450 uh-huh. and then covers Peter Dune for the win himself. It was like a 27-minute match. It was, it was really good. It was really good and really long, and the crowd was into it. What a lucky group of people I got to see that mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine how that match would have played in front of 12,000 people? Oh, man. That place would have exploded. That would have been massive. It absolutely would massive. have exploded. Massive. So that was all great stuff. Great match. Um, let's ask. Let's answer, answer some questions. Some questions. Uh, Scott Braun says, "Thanks for the content. Thank you, Wayne Maker. Just got here. What have I missed? Pretty much the. In- I oh. mean everything. What? Time yeah, was that? that was about 30? twenty minutes ago. Oh, okay. So he's he's. Got he got here. He got here at the middle of the show because then he says infomercial. Ah, uh, here we go. Jimmy Thomas in Discord says, "Saving the pounce out of the ring for the rumble could be. That'd be cool." That would be very cool. Um, Josh Little, if you booked the first 20-man Survivor Series match, NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live versus Raw and SmackDown, two sweet hearty handshakes, shoulder lean. So we need 10 from main roster, 10 from NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live. That's like a lot of people. So uh, Shield. Shield. Braun. Okay. Drew. Okay. That's five from Raw. AJ. Um, Daniel Bryan, uh-huh. Samoa Joe, Ty Dillinger, Nakamura. Mm-hmm. At this point, Randy Orton. Yeah, man. That's your 10 from Maine. NXT, you got Ciampa, Aleister Black. Got to have Lars Sullivan in there. He's mm-hmm. a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Yes, thank you. Undisputed Era. Is 205 Live included in this group? Yeah, yeah. So you got to oh, have, okay. uh, well, Buddy Murphy now. He's a champ. Buddy Murphy. Cedric and Mustafa Ali. There you go. That's 10. That's good. 10 on 10. Um, let's see here. Max uh, Johnson, Sanity is teasing something for SmackDown 1000. They'll probably get beat up by Evolution. You're, prob- you're probably right. Alex Foster, who's the next big heel in NXT? He says Marcel Bartel. Tony Reeves. He puts it all together. No, dude, he's not. He's not going to pick up. He'll pick up. He's like, going to be the next Miz. Mark my words. I know that's that's a that's a decent comparison, but he's not going to be the next Miz. There's way too much talent. Um, I am really curious to see what they do with Marcel Bartel. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. That dude's got a great look to him. Mm-hmm. He's good in the ring too. Yeah. Uh, Mo Coop four twenty. I think there should be more distinct lines on characters and real people. Many fans mix the two. Be a lot easier to differentiate a shoot from a work. Mm, it doesn't really it doesn't bother me. I know when they're on TV, they're a performer, and that's yeah. Fans need to they need to figure that one out. I mean, like, on social media, the lines are blurred a bit. Yeah, Samoa Joe tweets about dogs and stuff, mm-hmm. and like he seems super cool. Yeah. But then yeah, he'll heal up on you know on social media or as the well. hotel he was staying at earlier this week. Yeah, not for not having hot water. Not having hot water. I don't know, man. I think it's. I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. Like people, they're they're performers, and then that's that's it, you know. Yeah. And then they're people. Yeah. So just be respectful. That's it. That's all you have to care about. Just there be respectful. Go. Harry, wrestling fan, Minoru Suzuki strides into NXT for one match, one single match. Larson, who do you have him? You fight? should never set foot in NXT. A legend of his magnitude. Straight to Maine. <clears throat> no, no, man. NXT for one match, a single match, kind of like uh, Jushin Liger did. Oh, he's there as a special event. mentions Alistair Black so mentions Alistair Black that's good James Fletcher says Alistair Black that's good I'm trying to think of someone else that might have a oh Matt Riddle I know he fought him at a Matt Riddle blood sport yeah here okay so here here's what I would do this is what I would do Minoru Suzuki coming in NXT for one match is a very very special thing you don't have him fight somebody in NXT currently you have him fight the very first NXT champion Seth freaking Rollins Brock Lesnar give us Brock Lesnar versus Minoru Suzuki in NXT but I want that as a shoot fight yeah, that's what it'll be. They'll take the ropes down. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they did in pay? What was the one? What was the thing they did where they took the ropes off? That was a, well, they did it at Maverick Bloodsport. There was any yeah. ropes in the ring. Yeah, that's right. But it was still an elevated ring. Yeah. But see, they could, see. they could fall off also. Yeah, man. Did that ever happen in that? I don't know. People I never fall off it. I still want to watch it. How are you going to Irish whip somebody into nothing? You're not going to. Josh Little, could Alistair Black's attacker be more than one wrestler? I thought of this last night. What if either in coordination or just individually, both Ciampa and Gargano beat up Alistair Black. I like the idea of it being 
like incidental. Like they both were going to attack Alistair Black. And it just happened. And it just happened. And it culminated in them doing their old finisher. <laughs> no, man. Like one guy goes and beats him up. And like. And as, he, like, as Gargano's leaving, Ciampa comes up and. Yeah, beats him up some more. In. Exactly. Yeah. Hits like him with that. Project Ciampa. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Foxy the Foxy Fox. This is upvoted a lot on the Patreon. Uh, hey there, friendos. Let's make it a hat trick week. I guess because I'd answer two of Foxy's questions. With Mike and Maria Canellis being drafted up to the 205 Live roster, and it's already stacked with talent, does this mean people will be moved up to the main roster after Survivor Series? If I had to pick two, it would be TJP and Cedric, as there's nothing else for them to do. What do y'all think? Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful weekend. He raises a very good question, or Foxy, I don't know if it's a he or she, raises a very good question about Cedric Alexander. He was champion for six, six months? Six months, yeah. That's a very long time. 180-some days, yeah. A year from now, like, what's Cedric going to be doing? At a certain point with 205 Live, there's you, there's nothing left for him to there's do. There's got to be a way for talents there once they've more or less accomplished everything there is to do on that particular show to transcend that show. They have to. They have to. 205 Live should not be the the... Like the end of the line for no. those talents when it comes to WWE. It should no, not. like it's I'm fine if it's if it's the end of the line for certain talents. Like, do we need to see Jack Gallagher on SmackDown? No, we don't. Do we need to see you know, but they've got their big whatever five. Drew, Cedric, Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy, and Okay, maybe big four. Yeah, it's the four, and the jury's still out on Leo Rush right now. Um, and he's 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 found he was wearing Bobby Lashley shirt last night. I know. I mean, like personality he's, wise, I think he's fine, but I, I've yet to see him showcase what he can really do in the ring. I mean, we we need to be kind of realistic with him. That dude is tiny. Oh, I know. So I think that him going to to Raw as a manager first, and then being incorporated somehow. But I just don't see him. I don't see them push. I mean, that's just the reality situation. I don't really see him pushing. I mean, Rey Mysterio is one thing, but man, Leo Rush is small. Yeah. Um, but like dudes, like we just mentioned, Cedric, Buddy, Ali, and then um, and then Drew Gulak. I mean, Drew Gulak is small, but like the other three, like they kind of, I think, can toe the line between. I think Drew Drew's no smaller than Daniel Bryan. He looks small. He's skinnier though. Yeah, he's not he's as thin. He's, he's like he's thick. in like normal body. But he's got to be what? How 5'10"? tall is he? You think he's five ten? He's six feet. So six foot. One hundred and ninety four. Oh man, yeah, a little bit more muscle, and he'll be there. He'll so be over two hundred five. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan's listening at five ten. Wow. Good for Drew. So yeah, you get those guys. Cedric's five eleven. They're all legitimate. Like the, especially these days, you get like guys like Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. How tall 10? is Seth? Six two. Six two. Yeah. Okay. But he's five eleven. All right. Finn, I think, is only 5'10". 5'11". I mean, yeah, they're, those are like regular size roster dudes. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, those are the kind of guys that, like, they're special. They should be going up to main roster. Yes. I'm not saying anything bad about the other guys. I'm just saying, like, for them to get a good paycheck, stay on 205 Live, that's totally fine. You know, and if they do something that really makes them stand out, then, yeah, there should be an yeah. opportunity for Heck them yeah. to go up. But, you know... For those guys, man, at some point, Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy said, and almost, I already kind of feel like to Mustafa Ali has never won the Cruiserweight title. I already feel like, unless that's the only thing left for him to do. I, already, I already, already feel like it's a Cena situation where I feel like he's too, like 205 Live already feels too small for him. Yeah. And he's never won the belt. Yeah. But it's just because he always puts on the best matches. Those yeah. promos he was doing, the pre-film stuff, was exceptional. Yeah. It was so outstanding. Wow. He just has his... Mustafa Ali has his aura around him. I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, that he could be doing such amazing things on the main roster. Yeah. Just given an opportunity right now. I'm telling you, man. I know. I don't know how big you are in this idea. Just given how stacked the, the general roster is anyways with solo talent... Him and Cedric could be a next level oh, tag team. That'd be a great tag team. And yeah. I think, and my thing is this, I'd be totally fine with that. I mean, how old is Mustafa Ali? How old is he? I imagine he's in his early thirties. Early thirties? Well, like late twenties. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I think they could be so over as a tag team. Oh yeah, I like think a so too. Really good tag team. 
Can you imagine the kind of matches they'd put on with like New Day, Usos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, V-Bar? Mm-hmm, Holy crap. Put them mm-hmm. on SmackDown as a tag team? Who wouldn't want to see that? <coughs> Excuse me. And Cedric is 29. Cedric is only 29, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that'd be perfect. That'd be so good. Um, James Fletcher, who, who will take who? the cruiserweight title off Buddy Murphy? Mustafa Ali, WrestleMania. Um, I get the feeling they're gonna have it go back to Cedric, though. Maybe. Like that's the only way. That's the only way out of this storyline. Oh yeah, using yeah. yeah. If that's the storyline. Um. If they do a thing where this is one fluke loss because of his jet lag, you're right. That'd be lame. Yeah. That'd be so lame. Yeah. So, no, he needs a couple more losses. Yeah, he needs, he needs to lose but for like two months. But the question is, how far down will he go? He loses to local enhancement talent. Whoa! That's rough. That's how far. That's rough, man. Yeah. Man, he loses to Connor of the Ascension. Okay. Or I guess it would be he would lose to the people who lost to him. He loses to Bob Rude. Yeah. The to new Chad Gable. How hey, how tall is Bob Rude? What's Bob Rude's stats? I think he's about five eleven. Is he gonna end up on two hundred five? No, no, he's like two twenty five. Oh, he's jacked. Yeah. Is he two twenty five? He's five eleven. Two twenty. I think he's about five eleven. So? He looks so lean. I mean, though. standing next to him, he seemed about five eleven. What's the name, Bobby Rude? What's his name, Bobby Roode? <laughs> he might be 5'11 or 6 feet tall. He's 235. This dude's jacked. And how tall? How tall is he? Uh, six feet. Oh. Gee whiz. Yeah, I don't know if he's six feet. Is that dude's muscle made of, like, freaking iron? What's Maybe. going on with that? Maybe. 235, six feet? That's his build weight. That's not necessarily what his actual height and weight are. Yeah. Freaking Mike Canellas, man. Yeah, he's jacked. Yeah. <laughs> All right, is that show for today? Is that show for today? I think unless, it might be unless show there's for more today. questions. No, I feel like good. it kind of petered out. <laughs> uh, hold on a second here. Oh, good question, Mike Demopoulos. Who will be the first NXT wrestler to hold both the North American Championship and the NXT Championship during their run? It's gonna be Adam Cole. Yeah. Adam Cole or Ricochet? Adam, I think they're like they're sort of. Because I can so see. So does path. Gargano have to win that title from Champa? Is that what's going to happen next? No, you don't think so. I think Gargano revealed as Aleister Black's attacker. Yeah, and then he there's that redemption. They're still going to have. They still got to have that triple threat match. That still has to happen. I swear this this situation has got to be where Gargano has to face the choice whether to to give in to his anger and be selfish and win the belt for himself or, or undo all the wrong he has done and help Aleister Black get that title mm-hmm. back. That's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's got to be the redemption story they need to tell. I don't know, man. I think, I think that might be too far. Like, that's like too much has to... Well, if Aleister Black's about to come back, I guess they could have that triple threat of the next takeover, huh? At yeah, that's games. the end of November. At War Games. That's more than a month away. Okay. They can do that at War Games. Aleister Black gets it back. Mm-hmm. So Gargano never gets the title? Wow. That is his title, giving it back to Aleister mm-hmm. Black. Rediscovering Johnny Wrestling, that's his title. Yeah. Because there's things in life more important than championships. Mm-hmm. Like making sure your wife isn't pissed off. Mm-hmm. And, that, and he accomplishes that. Yes. Yeah, we've yes. seen that. Let's see. Let's see if there's any more other questions here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shane, how do you guys feel about Nikki versus Bianca Belair being billed as uh, just as big a match, uh, a double main event. Hell yeah. As the NXT tag titles match. I think it's great. It really helps Bianca Belair. Heck yeah. It really helps her. I think that's fine. That's great. Um, no. Oh, man. Great question. Connor Matthews. I know your answer to this. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. If the body guys were a stable like Lucha House Party, mm-hmm. oh, we've we've asked this of ourselves before. Oh yeah, yeah. Who would we add? Who'd be the other body guy? Well, now Mike Canellis. Yeah, yeah. Murphy, Nice, and that'd Canellis. be great. And then yeah, and then the other Canellis is there with them. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, they'll dance. Uh, let's see here. 
Um, Fred the Shed. I'm going to an NXT UK TV taping on Sunday. And I was going to joke about reporting back to you guys the details since they aren't technically spoilers since NXT UK was in broadcast purgatory. But news broke today that NXT is going to be airing on the network. Uh, will you guys be covering this in the future? And would you like me to tell you non-spoiler details of the tapings on Sunday? No, don't bother telling us anything. We'll just watch it when it happens. Mm-hmm. Or we'll probably catch spo- uh, spoilers on Twitter. Um, yeah, we're going to, yeah, next week. It's going to be a longer episode. It's going to start being longer episodes. Yep. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yep, Thursday's Here. casual show, so. Yeah, exactly. So we'll just sit here and shoot the shit. Yeah. Hopefully I won't be sick anymore. Yeah, stop being sick. I really need to stop being sick. Just stop being sick. Will yourself to be healthy. Do it now. Done. I'm cured. You can't cough the rest of the day now. I'm cured. I'm cured. <coughs> Doesn't work that way, does it? I don't think I don't think it worked. There's some music for you. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Patreons, uh, $5 and up. Stay tuned. We've got post show coming post up. Post show, yeah or nay, yeah. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.